What's very important to remember is that goal setting actually helps us to feel a bit more in control. It creates a bit of a distraction from the negative situation that we're in. Hello and welcome back to the Hungry Woman at Work podcast. I am Nevila Malloy and this is episode 23, our first one for 2021. Now the first episode of any year is usually one of great excitement, of sharing resolutions and everything we're looking forward to. But the dawn of 2021 has proven to be no ordinary year. For many of us, it feels like a continuation of 2020, a year that was filled with devastation, disappointment and loss. 2021 in many ways feels like 2020 the sequel. And the first five minutes of this sequel already has us asking for a refund. As we are faced with extended lockdowns in various parts of the world, with restrictions on movement and entertainment, with closures of schools and travel bans, this has hardly felt like a typical happy new year start, right? So what are we to do? The start of a new year is about looking forward. It's about goal setting, planning for what we hope could be. At Hungry Women at Work, we are all about encouraging you to thrive at work without losing your soul. Our souls have admittedly taken a beating through this pandemic. And right now, some of us are struggling just to show up, let alone thrive. One of the hardest questions I've encountered in conversations with friends and listeners over the past few weeks is, is there any point in setting goals for this year? when last year showed us all flames. Honestly, that's a grapple for me too. Towards the end of last year, I looked at my goals for 2020 and I had to laugh at how many of them were just pipe dreams thanks to COVID-19. I planned to travel overseas to celebrate my birthday, to do a road trip with my mom, to do a destination anniversary with hubby. So much for all of that. So is there really any point in starting that process all over again? Should we bother setting goals which may or may not be achieved? I pose these questions to Lynn Robinson, a psychologist and counsellor that I respect and admire greatly. Lynn shared some excellent insights, especially for those of us who feel really depleted right now. This episode is about how to set goals in the midst of a global pandemic. Now, I believe that deep down, we are wired to continue to believe for the best, to keep hope alive, regardless of how bad things appear. But sometimes we just need a nudge from a sister to get us going again. If you are feeling a bit depleted or defeated or just plain gold out right now, This nudge is just for you and for me. Lynn Robinson, thank you for joining us on the line. I know I've previously spoken to you about time management and goal setting, but how realistic is it to set goals during such uncertain times in a year that started off with so much loss, interruption and disappointment? Nevelia, so it's an interesting question about, um, you know, does one still do goal setting in the midst of a COVID? Is it a feasible thing? 
um, and then perhaps some guidelines on how to go about it. So I think the first thing to understand is that most of us are threat focused. Most of us are trying to survive. Um, and so I suppose the first element to remember is that we can choose um, where we want to focus our attention. And for that reason, goal setting um, is a good thing to do, even in the midst of a pandemic. It's always good, however, to have what I would call plan A, plan B, plan K and plan Z. So if this is your goal and it doesn't work out, is there an alternative? Is there a smaller version? Is there a smaller option? So I think um, what's very important to remember is that goal setting actually helps us to feel a bit more in control. It creates a bit of a distraction from the negative situation that we're in. Um, and then actually the sense of achievement we get when we have uh, completed a goal can actually increase the dopamine level in our brains. In the, you know, the neurotransmitter dopamine is excreted. And so that also makes us feel good. That's our, our, happy, um, our happy drug in a way. So I think it's important to remember that goal setting is important and then we have to look at how. So I think at the moment what we're suggesting that people do is that they do um, some smaller goals for tasks and then that they do maybe some larger goals which probably have a little bit more to do with building resilience and with elements of self-care. So if we look at, um, at smaller goals, um, smaller goals could be Let's say you could decide what three things will I do today. Um, I will clear my emails. Um, I will try the, the drawer in the kitchen, you know, that drawer that we put everything in, in everybody's kitchen. I'll tidy that drawer today. Um, and maybe I will make sure that um, I have stocked up enough groceries for the next month or whatever. Now, I've replenished certain things. So smaller goals that are achievable, three of them a day, and that you can tick off. I suppose similarly, similarly in a work situation that one can say, so to go back to the emails, I want to clear my email box today. I want to be able to um, at least make a plan for um, how to overcome this or that problem. Um, and I need to set up this meeting with this person, for instance. So three small goals that you can achieve um, in some way. Um, I think it's also remember uh, important to remember that even the most driven people don't always complete all of their goals. They often have things that they, that they might defer or that they might do later, either because of circumstances or because of energy or because of lack of tools or lack of information. So, you know, that's quite possible. I agree that achieving a goal releases happy hormones. But what about when we look at our 2020 lists and all the unachieved goals? The marathon we never ran, the road trip that never happened, or that vacation abroad that didn't come to pass, the gym routine we were not able to master. How do we pick ourselves up and start again? So I think it's also important to maybe look at the lessons that we've learned and how maybe mistakes that we could have made in terms of some of the goals that we had set ourselves um, might actually now be much better because of the deferral. So to take the thing and to replan it and to tweak it. Um, and I think it's for me it has to really do with the with the um, with the amount of passion that we have about a particular thing, because if it wasn't that significant. 
um, you know, then maybe we will just let it go anyway. But if it is not significant, you keep on tweaking it. You look and you see, how can we do this in a different way? Um, is there a small part of this that we can start? I often tell the story about a friend of mine who, when we just qualified as psychologist, had this grand vision of creating something that looked like a, a kibbutz-style space. In those days, I'm talking about 1986, it would have cost her about 3 million rand to have that particular place. She didn't have 3 million rand. So those of her friends um, that she discussed this idea with, we tried to persuade her to start small, maybe to get a corner house and to apply the principle in a smaller kind of way. Um, but she couldn't get her mind off of her large idea. We said to her, well, maybe if you take it a smaller step, maybe you can take that idea if it works well. Maybe you can take that to a sponsor, a large organization that might have CSI investment and that might be able to help you to be able to obtain your bigger goal. But she just couldn't get her head around it. And so now today, so many years later, uh, her dream still hasn't been realized. Um, and now the same venue would cost her probably 33 million rand, you know. But because she's not able to get her head around the smaller section, the different version, um, the different version to walk, work towards the bigger version, um, she's unable to actually realize her dream. And there's resentment for her in that and because she feels like a failure. So if we can redesign our goals, um, maybe that could help us to pick ourselves up. Um, as long as we are still moving forward towards that goal. Does it really matter in the end if it was deferred by a year or two years um, because of unforeseen circumstances? As long in the, as in the end we can actually uh, talk about that. That's a good one to take on board. If we can redesign our goals, maybe that can help us pick ourselves up. Lynn, any suggestions on how to redesign our goals? It's important with goals to be quite specific about what it is that you want to do. As I said earlier on, I want to tidy the kitchen drawer, that drawer. Um, and then that you also then often maybe just tweak or clarify, um, you know, that particular goal, that you make very sure what exactly it is. Um, you know, when you say tidy, uh, does that imply that you want to have everything that is in that drawer in neat little spaces? Or does it mean that you want to clear out things that don't need to be in that drawer? Does it mean that you want to empty the drawer? You know, so to be quite specific with what it is exactly that you want to do. And then one can look at some um, at some larger goals. So I suppose larger goals could be, well, I'm going to try and walk a marathon, um, you know, this month, um, which means that every day um, I have to do a certain number of steps because collectively in that month they will equal to a marathon. So that could be one. Writing a journal could be one. Um, setting aside some creative time each day, maybe 20 minutes a day to be creative. And that could include something like coloring in, um, you know, uh, yeah. So that could be a creative task. And those longer term goals, if I could call them that, um, those are more about self-care. Um, it's not, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be focused on work elements or day-to-day -day running of a household elements. Those you have to chip away every day. So those come into your smaller goals. Um, so I think it's also important to remember um, that resilient people um, don't necessarily recover 
um, in spite of the circumstances. Um, you know, if I could put it that, it's not that they deny the circumstances or that they just carry on, but they do tend to find healthy ways uh, to integrate the negative experiences or the bad experiences that they've had into their lives in such a way. So I often say they're a little bit like water. You know, they go around obstacles, they go over obstacles. So one of the things for me, I think just from a mindset point of view, because I think we need a positive mindset to be able to set those goals as well, is to kind of look at the COVID situation and to say, you know what, it is what it is. So how can I still carry on living my life in some way in spite of this particular process? So I often think winners are people who can find an in spite of kind of um, um, motto rather than a because of kind of motto. So because of mottos would be, oh, I couldn't do this because of that. Oh, I couldn't do this because of that. Uh, so that also creates a kind of helpless, hopeless kind of situation, which makes one feel um, depressed. Where in spite of people will say, well, in spite of the situation, I can still do this. Or in spite of that situation, I can still do this. And I think if that is the focus in terms of goal setting, um, then I think it creates a healthy experience. And I think it creates a magnificent story for one day. So in spite of COVID-19, we were still able to achieve this and we were still able to achieve that. Lynn's advice has really encouraged me. And I hope the same for you. The small steps we take now, those tiny goals we set in spite of the situation we're in, will help us create a magnificent story for one day. I want to share the magnificent stories of two listeners of the show whose tiny goals have made a big difference. The first one is Pamela, a project director for a nonprofit in Johannesburg. Pam is a mom of two and just over a year ago, she felt her health and well-being were not up to scratch. But she's always disliked running and going to gym. And then between full-time work and raising two young kids, where does one find time, right? So she enlisted the services of a personal trainer. It required huge amounts of sacrifice. Getting up very early, giving up the snooze button, and choosing to not buy new sneakers so she could save for the sessions. The session started off well, and then the pandemic struck. But Pam stuck to it. She took her classes online and started doing exercises in her backyard. Towards the end of last year, Pam told me, I feel healthier and stronger than I've ever been. And I feel like I've created a habit, a lifestyle that will stay with me for life. Powerful. Then there's Anna Marie, a former nurse based in Texas, who's also raising two young sons while being a domestic goddess. For years, she's been thinking of starting something that she's passionate about, a side hustle. So she began her health consulting business with just one client. And then one more. Then she started with one social media post to promote her work. And then another, and then another, till it became a core part of marketing and helping to grow her business. Today, she has a steady side hustle serving quite a few clients while encouraging them to live healthy. For both of these women, it started with small steps. I am so proud of these women. And I am so proud of you, dear listener, who's taken the small step of listening to an episode on goal setting in a pandemic when you could just as easily have given up. 
Now it's not been an easy start for us and we don't know what this year may hold. But let's set some small goals and then let's set a small goal to say a kind word or send an encouraging message to someone who might just need a nudge from a friend. And who knows what magnificent story we may become part of. Because the magnificent starts with one small step. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on goal setting for 2021. Please follow Hungry Women at Work on Instagram and add your listener questions or comments to address in future episodes. And please remember to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Iono FM, or wherever you listen. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Till next time, here's to a year of thriving at work in spite of our circumstances. <laughs>